Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome in episode 67 of What's Right with Nick Wright and one of my favorite sports media days of the year, the Monday after week one of the NFL. You all will be hearing this and seeing this on Tuesday, but this is a jam-packed, loaded day, so much so these things did not make the show. Think about how much news there must be for the fact that into here's what missed the cut for today's show, Steph Curry confirming that Golden State was considering trading for Kevin Durant, reacquiring him. That full article comes out later, comes out before Tuesday morning in Rolling Stone. So we will discuss it on Thursday's pod or Friday's pod. Lamar turning down an extension, but winning. Our lock of the week came through. Our survivor pick came through. We got, oh man, our week one picks. We'll get to that in a second. And Star Wars and Disney owe me a lot of money. In fact, this is, you know what, we're going to redo some of the rundown here because this is going to make the show. (laughs) We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. The end of the show, because I feel like there's millions of dollars at stake, so we'll discuss. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Speaking of money, before we even get to uh, the the actual first topic, which of course is, I assume, going to be Sunday Night Football, Cowboys, Bucks. On Fridays, we do a gambling show. We give out five picks. It didn't start off gloriously because you heard the show Friday and one of the picks was Thursday and I got it wrong by 20 points. <laughs> Couldn't have been more wrong about that game. The was. other four picks I gave out, however, I feel great about even though we only went two and two. So here's why. Our lock of the week was the Ravens. It was about fading Joe Flacco. That game went exactly how I said. Right. The next one was Miami. And I said, I don't see how the Patriots can get past 13 points. Right. They scored seven. I should have bet the under in that one as well. The other two games were the Cardinals. I'm sorry, the Cardinals. The Chargers and the Jaguars. Both of them were winning the games and covering the spread at the two-minute warning. And both of them blew it. So I feel like our analysis was only off on one game. A two- and three-week to start the year is not great. He easily could have been four and one, though. But we like the process. So our week two gambling show, and by the way, we told you the teasers are going to kill you, America. Stay away from them this week. So many favorites lost. It's so there was, I mean, there was just apps or ties. The Colts tied. The Bengals found a way to lose. We'll get into all of that. All right, let's start the show, Demonze. I assume we're starting with Cowboys Bucks. Yep. Tom Brady is advanced to seven and zero against the Cowboys all time. Wow. Dak hurt his hand, or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah hurt it. his hand. And exited the game in the fourth quarter, but they weren't really moving the ball like that nope. beforehand. Uh, it's the Cowboys Bengals next week. Terrible things brewing for the Cowboys. Is their season already in jeopardy? What's oh, going yes. on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll get to the Bucks side of this later. Uh, the Cowboys were a mess yesterday before Dak broke his thumb. Yeah. Uh, it, so he's going to be out a couple months. And if they want any chance of staying afloat, then they're going to have to either trade for Gardner Minshew or trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think if they're smart, they're going to call up the San Francisco 49ers, and we'll get to them in a moment because I already see on the screen it says Lance looks lost, and see if they can get Jimmy G on the cheap. Here's the thing, though. They were going to be screwed even with that. I, I tried to. Now, 
I was, you guys asked me on the, on this about a month ago if I was ready to pick the Eagles to win the division. And I said no. Then Tyron Smith got hurt, and the Cowboys, more and more of the news on the Cowboys was so ominous. The wide receiver injuries, Tyron Smith's injury, that I said, I don't know if I said it on the pod, but I know I said it on the TV show that I had gone from the Cowboys winning the NFC East to out of the playoffs. That Dak had always had a great offensive line. Now it's below average. The receiving core is going to be the weakest he had had in years. I don't trust the coach. And while I didn't buy the Eagles as a Super Bowl contender, and their offense looked great yesterday, their defense struggled a ton, uh, I thought they could win the division. Cowboys felt like an 8-9 and team. And they confirmed that yesterday. Sunday night, Micah Parsons made a few big plays. The defense did a good job holding Brady out of the end zone. The offense could not move the ball. And that's when Dak was healthy. Now, I don't think they're going to just punt on the season. Team's too expensive and you have too many blue chip players to just let Cooper Rush be your quarterback for two months. So they've got to go get somebody. Right. And I think that's something. Listen, maybe it'll be Gardner. I think Gardner, the media likes him because he's kind of goofy and fun. I'm not a Jimmy G guy, but he's obviously better than Gardner Minshew and better than Cooper Rush. He's the best available backup quarterback. And if you're the the question is, would Jimmy G wave his no trade? I would imagine he would. He wants to go be a starter. Go be a starter for two months. Rebuild your value. Go get real money in free agency. And are you putting them back at the top of their division with Jimmy G? No, 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 no. I think I think they're screwed either way. Okay. But I don't think Jerry Jones views it that way. And I think if you're Jerry Jones, let me pull up real quick the Cowboys' schedule because I think that Dak's going to be out until November. I don't think you have hand surgery and you're back in six weeks. I know they called it six to eight weeks. I think it's going to be closer to eight to ten than six to eight. So look at their what they've got. They're home against the Bengals next week, right. a Bengals team that has its own issues. We'll get to them. They're at the Giants on Monday Night Football after that. Giants, a little frisky. Saquon looked outstanding yesterday in that comeback yep. victory. Home for Washington, then at the Rams, at the Eagles, then home for Detroit, home for Chicago before they're at Green Bay November 13th, which is when I after a bye, when I would imagine Dak comes back. Right. You've got to find a way. That's how many games? One, two, three, four. It's eight total games before you get to Green Bay. You've got to find three wins. Three and five, and you'll still be alive to some capacity. It's not great, but if you're two and six or worse, your season's over. Three and five, you're on life support. Four and four, which would mean four and three, the seven games without Dak, you'd take it. So you've got winnable games, uh, home against Detroit, home against Chicago, at the Giants, home against Washington. You're going to be in a real rough spot against Cincinnati, the Rams, and the Eagles, especially the Rams and Eagles are on the road. But, yeah, I think they have to make a move. I also just don't trust the coaching staff. I didn't like anything I saw from Dallas yesterday except for Micah Parsons. He's a sensational player. And he got to Brady twice. I, To be totally honest, didn't love what I saw from the Bucs either. They, they, they got another offensive line injury in Donovan Smith. Sure. Brady was getting harassed. They just knew that if they didn't make too many mistakes, their defense was going to be able to carry him. So let me rephrase it. I didn't love what I saw from the Bucs offense. Uh, the Bucs defense I thought was outstanding, but I wonder if a lot of teams are going to do that to Dallas. All right, now let's everyone hyperventilate over the Niners. Go ahead. The weather at Soldier Field in Trey Lance had a lot of things, a lot of things in common last night. Oh, come on. Trey Lance was obviously looking very rough. Yeah. Finished the game with two turnovers and barely over 200 total passing yards. Yeah. Did you already throw out that Super Bowl ticket? No. Listen, every, first of all, everyone take a deep breath. There is some speculation, oh, the Niners can't trade Jimmy G to the Cowboys because they're going to need Jimmy G for them. Calm down. It was his the third career NFL start. It was the first game of the season. It was a monsoon. He made a, a couple nice plays, made a couple boneheaded mistakes. We knew that was going to happen. The bet on the Niners is that by the end of the year, they're in a better quarterback position than they were at the beginning of the year. Now, it's still a terrible loss. I'm not going to argue. They, they were up 10-0 on the Bears. That should be enough. That's a terrible loss. You can't lose that game, and they did lose that game, and Lance made some mistakes. However, 
Look at the division that we thought was going to be awesome. Right now, as we record this, the leaders in the NFC West are the Seahawks because they haven't played. The <laughs> Cardinals got their teeth kicked in. The Rams got their teeth kicked in. Yes, it would have been nice for the Niners to give themselves a bit of a cushion. Right. But you knew there were going to be some growing pains with a player who played at the Division II level, didn't play his final year really because of COVID, and then sat out most of last year. So I just, I don't understand why folks seem to want to give Trey Lance the shortest leash of any top five pick I've ever seen. Like, Zach Wilson is going to get multiple years. Josh Allen got multiple years. His first year, he was terrible. Now he's a superstar. Yeah. He's, Sam Darnold got multiple years. Trey Lance has started three games, one this season, obviously, and it was on the worst field in football in a torrential downpour. Yes, he made some mistakes. Got to stop, by the way. What? What's going to stop? Like, we're playing in the elements. We're already risking our lives by hitting each other like this. We you want, want all we want football throw. games to be indoors? No, I mean, I, I feel like if there's going to be weather to where... You want the delayed a delayed game? like no, in Not baseball? a delayed game. Maybe close it up or something if it's going to rain around the time that they're going to play. Well, they don't have a dome there. Well, you got, some, they got a lot of money, man. That, okay, well, by the way, they are considering in Chicago building a new stadium. I totally disagree, though, with this take. That's, One of the great things about the NFL is you can build your team to the conditions of your city. So, like, if you live in a, a war. Well, like, yeah, but that's but that's a fun element of it right. is that, that that's one of the that if you play in the Northeast or Chicago, you can build a team that's supposed to be good in the cold. That is going to maybe be a running team. If you play in the dome like Atlanta, uh, you can say forever. We're going to spend money on wide receivers and speed like survival that's a, of, the fittest, of the fittest. Yeah. Darwinism. There you go. Thanks. I you got a lot of pithy one liners. This, yeah. It's modern day gladiators, buddy. Right, it's sweet. the NFL. But sweet. so, but to answer the question, everyone calm down on the Niners. They're gonna they're not only they're gonna win this week, this coming week, they're gonna win by at least a touchdown. I don't even remember who they play. I just know they're big favorites this week. The Niners in week two, I've got it right here. My apologies for not having it in front of me. The, the Niners in week two play Seattle. We'll see how Seattle looks tonight, but either way, Seattle's gonna be on emotional downswing after the Russell game. They're on a short week. They're going to be fine. San Francisco is going to be one and one. And at worst, at worst, tied for first in the NFC West. Everyone take a deep breath. All right, next. Your Chiefs blew out the Cardinals in oh, week one. Yeah. That was that was a really good game. It looks so effortless by the Chiefs, by the way. Mahomes threw for five touchdowns in three quarters and looked just fine without Tariq Hill. It's either him or Josh Allen that's like the best quarterback right now. Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes, one of them. I don't know which one it is yet, but it's one of them. Um, is the story that the Chiefs are back or that Arizona's just garbage? I don't know if Arizona's garbage, and I don't know if the Chiefs are back because they never went anywhere. Championship <laughs> games, they won twelve or more games every single season. The point. story is, folks somehow found a way to talk themselves into underrating Patrick Mahomes, who, as an argument, disrespect is, is the most talented quarterback ever. And has an argument that had the has had the greatest open to a career in NFL history. Okay. And yet people said it's not just that the general consensus was that Josh Allen was is better than him. They, that's the general consensus is that Allen's better than him. It's also that Justin Herbert in his own division might be better than him. Some people were saying Russell Wilson over Mahomes. A lot of people were picking the Chiefs to miss the playoffs. And I sat here and told you, remember when I said Mahomes was going to take that eighth ranking yeah. and might do and try to go for eight touchdown passes with the NFL record? Uh, and people were like, oh, yeah, Nick, he's going to. Do you see him in this game? Get, get to five through three fingers. quarters and counted yeah. them off. If the Cardinals could have put up more of a damn fight, maybe we got to <laughs> see Patrick play the whole fourth quarter. This game was very frustrating in, living in New York, by the way. Because it was one of our local games. Yeah. So you can't watch it through Sunday Ticket because it was on the local CBS affiliate. Right. But we missed the first drive because Bengals-Steelers went to the final play of overtime. And then you had left to go do some work before you came back. The, the They took the game off early fourth quarter. 
and said, we're bringing you to a more competitive game because it was such a blowout. Oh. So they started showing us, I think it was Chargers Raiders. Yeah. And, and and I so I didn't even get to see the ver the final Chiefs touchdown. Daddy got the game turned I off. I mean, he got it got it turned <laughs> off. Got the game turned off. There is right now no way to guard this Chiefs team. They are bigger, they are stronger. They don't have the elite game breaking speed of Tyreek, but they still have a ton of speed in Hardman and MBS. They yeah. have three legitimate running backs. They have the best offensive line in the league. Mahomes is the best player in football. Mahomes has been has been the best goddamn player in the league since week three of his first season starting. And everyone's been trying to talk themselves into other guys, and it makes no sense. Patrick Mahomes had the biggest, biggest game of everybody. Of everybody Sunday. this week. There's yeah. no question. I'd say second place probably Saquon Barkley and third place Minka Fitzpatrick. But there's no doubt Mahomes had the best game. And they were trying to Wilds actually. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. What about the guy? Oh, Justin Jefferson had a what's wide receiver from Minnesota? You got it. Yeah, Justin yeah. Jefferson. No, he had a monster game too. Uh, there's no doubt about it. AJ yeah. Brown had a big game. A lot of guys had big games. But that's I would go Mahomes, Saquon, Minka. Minka had a pick six and a blocked extra point with zero yeah. seconds left to force overtime. Huge. Saquon had the game breaking run and scored the two point conversion to win the game. And then we know what Mahomes did. Wilds had a tweet, though, and he was right. Everyone else is trying to win. The Chiefs are trying to prove a point. Yeah, they are trying to prove a point. Yeah. And, all right, now on the Cardinals. I don't think the card. I picked the Cardinals to miss the playoffs. I don't think they're a great team. But they're not a terrible team. And the Chiefs made the embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. You're, you're facing probably one of the best teams in the league. It's, yeah. like, hard to... The Chiefs, and I think, listen, the, the, I think that people were surprised. I was surprised the Chiefs blew them out like that. Yeah. You know, I remember I didn't make this one of my picks. Right. I thought the Chiefs would be up around 10 most of the game. And the reason I want to bet the Chiefs minus six was because you have backdoor uh, cover, late touchdown when the Chiefs are improving or something. But it never even came to that. Now, Thursday night, Chiefs hosting the Chargers. That's a big game. And if the Chiefs put it on the Chargers, Puts the whole AFC West on notice. If, if this didn't already put him on notice. All right, what's last? Last, we got Aaron Rodgers, man. I feel very sadly for this guy. Aaron Rodgers looked totally lost on offense and a loss to Minnesota. And Devontae Adams, on top of that, blew up in the Raiders game. Yep. And Minnesota looked unstoppable on offense. Is it possible that Green Bay's strategy to employ bad wide receivers is going to blow up on him? Well, so this was what was interesting. Tyree Kills, first game without Mahomes, played really well. Devontae Adams, his first game without Aaron Rodgers, played really well. Right. Mahomes, in his first game this season without Tyreek, was the best player in the league. Rodgers, in his first game without Devontae, was brutal. And, listen, there was an interesting moment very early in this football game. He was frustrated from the jump. Okay, so like that's very... very frustrated. So he had a bomb to Christian Watson on the first drive of the game that was wide open and Watson flat dropped it, okay? He's their rookie, second-round pick, the guy they drafted essentially to uh, replace uh, Devontae. And then after that, he basically stopped going to him. And he basically stopped going to his wide receivers. And, he, and this is a real criticism of Rodgers happened in the playoffs last year and the playoff loss to his the Niners. need to be accurate. Well, not just that he will lose faith in a guy and he's done. So yet last year, one of the best bets I ever made, one of the best wagers I've ever made in my life was in the playoff game against the Niners. Mercedes Lewis fumbled the ball on a pass. Right. And you could live bet player props in the playoffs. And I just bet repeatedly max bet until the account was at zero. Uh, Mercedes Lewis z under 0.5 catches remainder of game. Because I knew there was no chance Rodgers was going to throw him the ball again. Right. And Mercedes Lewis never caught the ball again. He was done. Rodgers yesterday took a deep shot. Had it, great pass drop. 
The rest of the game took one more deep shot the entire game, and it was a give-up interception. The rest of the game only threw four more passes, more than 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. Now, last year, Rodgers started the season off with a miserable loss, got their ass kicked by the Saints, came back the rest of the year, was amazing. They won MVP. It was great until the playoffs. But Rodgers gets frustrated and gets in his own feelings about stuff and lets it affect him. And so, now what I will say is, what was, the Vikings, if they're going to win the division, this is their single biggest game of the year. And there's our time, we'll be quick here. Their home game against Green Bay is as close to a must-win game as there is, and they won it. And Justin Jefferson was excellent. But if you told me the Vikings were going to win, I would have said, okay, they win 31-28. to They outscore right. Green Bay. Now, their offense was good. They scored 23 points. Like, they weren't overwhelming on offense. Justin Jefferson was unbelievable, and Rodgers told him after the game he was the best player in the game. Yeah. I wonder if Rodgers, by the way, the quote <laughs> is, uh, you were the best guy. What did he, I want to get the exact quote. Because I couldn't tell if he, he says you were the best guy in the game today. I don't know if he was saying, like, in the NFL today, you're the best. Or if he was saying in today's game, you were the best. He, There's no doubt he was saying, in, there was no doubt that he was the best player in that game. I wondered if Rodgers might be saying, you're the best player in the league, bro. Like you are the, the I'm not sure what he was saying. Justin Jefferson definitely has an argument. He's the best receiver in the league. No question about it. But yeah. the, to get back to the topic, if you told me the Vikings were going to win, it wouldn't have shocked me, but I would have thought they won a shootout. The fact that Packers were just totally unable to move the football and the Vikings, all they needed was a monster Justin Jefferson game, and that was it to never be in, you know, in, at any risk. Right. It was a little concerning. I still think the Packers are the smart bet to win the division because the Packers, and when Rodgers is healthy, they win the division every year. But Rodgers' inability to deal with frustration is a consistent point of concern for the Packers, and it reared its head immediately this year, just like it did last year. And then last year, the rest of the year, he was great. Well, I, I would imagine they get the Bears this week in, in Green Bay. Right. They're going to annihilate them. But it, it's just something to watch. All right, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com right to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot right. Your mental health journey begins here. Welcome back in What's Right, Nick Wright, episode number 67. As this NFL Monday, you guys will be seeing this on Tuesday, after week one rolls on. A wild finish to the one o'clock window. Those, those last 20 minutes about from about 3.55 p.m. Eastern to about 4.30 p.m. Eastern was just insane half hour of football. We'll get to those games in a moment. We'll also get to my pending lawsuit against George Lucas, Disney, Star Wars, all of it. But first, Demonze, even though it's an NFL Monday, one last time this year, give it to me. Give it to me. Nick's Tennis Corner. Let's go. <laughs> We're taking a little break from football. Uh, let's talk about the finishing up of the U.S. Open. Yes. Carlos Alcaraz won his first Grand Slam after winning three five-setters in a row. Yes. Does he remind you of uh, a young Federer or Nadal? Young Federer or Nadal. Yeah. Right. So, listen. 
Alcaraz is unbelievable. Yep. He's won a U.S. Open at 19 years old. A, Nadal won his first major at just young, 19. He had just turned 19 when he won the French the first time. Sampras won his first major at 19. The youngest major winner ever, I think, is Michael Chang. Michael Chang, it was crazy. He won at 17, the French Open, never won another major. So if that can happen, that is not going to happen to Carlos Alcaraz. He is potentially going to be an all-time. Now, it is going to be hard for all of us to adjust our eyes to what being an all-timer means. Because Agassi, one of the greatest ever, won eight majors. Bjorn Borg, who a lot of people would argue is used to argue is the greatest ever, won 11. Sampras considered for many the greatest ever for a very long time, won 14 majors. And then Federer 120, Novak 121, and Rafa 122. So comparing anybody to those three guys is a fool's errand, right. okay? You would, in, 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 to compare favorably to any of those guys means you're going to have an argument as the greatest player ever. However, Federer is basically done now. Novak isn't done, but his vaccine stance keeps preventing him from being able to compete in all the majors, and he is getting older. Rafa is obviously past his prime. I think he'll probably win another major or two even, okay. but there's an opening. Now, Tiafo, who could be the most exciting men's player in a decade plus, obviously is you know, the guy that is going to come out of this with a big star turn as well. But folks who have been following tennis know Alcaraz is the guy that everyone said, oh, come 2024, 2025, he'll be the best player in the world. The fact that he now is a major champion and got the number one player in the world ranking and winning it the way he did, the matches he played leading up to the final were so utterly spectacular. There was the match I told you that was five hours and 15 minutes, right. second longest U.S. Open match ever. The fact that he had the legs to win three straight five-setters before the final, I would set his career major championships. If you set it at nine and a half, I would take the over, which would put him as one of the Rod Laver, uh, like I, one of the greatest guys ever. Now, is he going to get up into the teens? That's so good. Why is he getting the five sets? I know he's just a child, but why is it going? I feel like it should be over a little bit sooner. I feel like if you're really good, you're getting people out of there. He's he is not, 19. He's, he's a youngin. I mean, that's why. He's, yeah. not, he's not yet ready to win majors and straight sets. The other guys are yeah. pretty good, too. Okay. Okay. I mean that's a that was I mean that's not a bad one liner by you. If he's so good, why is he taking five sets? He won that he won last night in four. He won in four sets. But yeah. as much as I love tennis, we now must get back to football. Once again, this is why the US Open move it back a week. Okay, next. All right, Monday Monday night football preview. Yeah. Russ is going back to Seattle tonight, and Denver is favored by six and a half on the road. Mm -hmm. Why exactly are people betting Seattle? Are people just overthinking this one? I don't know if many people are betting Seattle, though, because it started with Denver by four. It is now up to six and a half or seven, depending on where you get it. So a lot yeah. of people are betting Denver. I, here's what I would tell you. I don't want to spend a lot on this because people this game will have happened by the time people hear or see this. I think it's either Denver in a blowout or Seattle wins outright. So okay. my gambling advice would be don't take Denver, uh, Seattle plus the points. Either take Seattle and lay the points or just take Denver on the money line. If it's I'm sorry, or just take Seattle on the money line. I, I think Seattle, if it's close, I think they can win. And the reason people are betting this, I'm going to show you a video, and maybe we can add it to the show post-production. If not, I'll just describe it. The reason people are betting on if they are on Seattle, it's because this is the corniest man alive. <laughs> Hold on. Watch this. Describe to the audience oh what you're God, watching Russell man. Wilson do there. Describe right. what he's doing. So Russell Wilson came out of the came out of the locker room, I'm assuming, did like the little cross up to Jesus. Uh, was that like a gritty? No, buddy. 
He is on, oh, by the way, oh, I'm being told, let me have that back to Maze. I'm being told, by the way, this is going to come out before the games. I thought people were going to see it on Tuesday, but you're going to be able to see it Monday afternoon. But regardless, he, no, what you saw right there was Russell Wilson practicing high fives. Oh, wow. He is in full uniform, coming out of the locker room, doing ghost high fives. Man, the guy misses his teammates. He man. is such a dork. He is, he, he, he's, I'm going to start calling him Nathan Fielder if from the rehearsal. HBO fans That's, will get that. Dude, no. Yeah, this, I know. Practicing it is, it is kind of. It's the worst. It's a, it's a it's little different. The worst. <laughs> Russell Nathan Fielder Wilson. This his whole life's a rehearsal. It's unbelievable. That's why, I, gun to my head, if I have to pick a winner, obviously I'll pick Denver. But the gambling part of me says, actually, you know what? Gun to my head, I don't pick Denver. I'm not picking this game. Because I, I retract that. Because this feels like, and I said this on Friday, the game that ruins everyone's teaser the game that the 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 bad gamblers, you know, rush in to try to make up for their Sunday losses, and Geno Smith in Seattle could shock them. So it's a stay away for me. I'm going to be pulling for Seattle. I know that much. All right, let's get to the other games. All right, so new segment. Oh, new segment. Freak out or chill. Everybody's going to overreact to Sunday's games, and you decide whether they should freak out or relax and chill out. Okay. Craziest game of the weekend was Pitt-Cincy. Joe Burrow turned the ball over five times against Pittsburgh, but the Bengals almost won the game anyway. Should the Bengals freak out or chill out? I think both of these teams actually should moderately freak out. Okay. Here's the, let me talk, start with the Steelers. TJ Watt it looks like he tore his pack. If he did, he's done for the year. He's the best player on their team. He was a monster in this game. Yeah. If he's done for the year, they are just screwed. Okay. So I think they, it's a costly victory. The Bengals, the reason I would be concerned if I were them is the coaching at the end of this game was awful. They had a touchdown to Jamar Chase. If they would have challenged it, they didn't. Yeah. They screwed up the weird. clock in overtime. The coaching was terrible. That's not my biggest concern, though. My biggest concern also isn't Burroughs' five or turnovers. The four picks and one even got overturned in the fumble. That's an outlier event. The concern with Cincinnati last year was the offensive line. Supposedly, they so Burrow's rookie year, he gets his ACL blown out because of the offensive line. Last year, he got the shit kicked out of him all year, was able to overcome it. This offseason, the word was offensive line, revamped, fixed, didn't look like it. So I would be concerned if I'm Cincinnati that A, we had no business losing that game. Pittsburgh's offense could do nothing. Right. We had an extra point at the end to win the game. We screwed it up. We had a chip shot field goal in overtime, but our backup long snapper blew it. By the way, sidebar. It, 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 I have been watching football my whole life, and at overtime situations, I have seen teams kick on third down forever because the argument is, oh, in case there's a bad snap, you want a chance to not have to kick it. You can fall on the football and then kick on fourth down. I've seen teams do this forever. I've never seen a team actually execute it. I've never seen a team call out the field goal unit on third down, snap, spike the ball or fall on it, then kick it on fourth. But I've seen teams waste a down so they have that in their back pocket forever. Right. Yesterday, happened and they didn't do it. It was a terrible snap. The, the backup long snapper is in there. The guy s barely snags it and then can't get the ball down right. Laces in instead of laces out nope. and, and kicks it dead it. left. Nope. Fall on it. The whole You finally had the opportunity. He didn't do it, so the Steelers win. But I would be really concerned if I'm Cincinnati about the offensive line and about Burrow getting beat up. And I think Baltimore is going to be really good in that division. All right, next. Sure. Uh, everyone's down on the Patriots all preseason, and they look just as bad as advertised with yeah. only putting up seven points against Miami. Yeah. Should the Patriots freak out, or should they chill out? Oh, they should absolutely over this freak going out. out. Yeah. They should absolutely freak going. out. Now, they do get lucky in this regard. They get Pittsburgh next week. Najee Harris is banged up. TJ Watts out, and Pittsburgh's coming off a five-quarter game. 
right? Yeah. So in a lot of ways, that's a fortuitous kind of schedule moment for them. But they are screwed, man. And we're going to go a little overtime here. I apologize. Uh, their offense is going to be an abomination all year long. Mac Jones was just trying to dink and dunk his way to glory. It didn't happen. He His lack of awareness on the strip sack was terrible. Yeah. No one on that team scares you. I, I, I didn't think Miami played that well. I, I thought Tua was fine, and Miami dominated them. Right. Utterly and totally dominated them. And, by the way, Bill Belichick is now, since Tom Brady left, 17 and 18. That's brutal. Below 500 True in the 35 to Tom games. Brady's ability. Sure seems like it, right? Yeah. In the 35 games post Brady, Belichick is now 17 and 18. The pa- Let me just look at the Patriots schedule real quick. If they were to lose to Pittsburgh, which again, no TJ Watt. I didn't love Pittsburgh's offense. That game I'm sure is about to pick them in Vegas because it's in New England. So let me see what New England has. The re- So they're at Pittsburgh. If they don't win that game, then home against Baltimore, gonna get crushed. And at Green Bay, if they don't win on Sunday, they're zero and four. Then it softens up for two months, and then the end of the year for New England, at Minnesota, home for Buffalo, at Arizona, at the Raiders, home for Cincinnati, home for Miami, who's beat them four in a row, and then at Buffalo. They could start the year zero and four and end the year losing six out of seven. So, yeah, absolutely freak out time in New England. And New, that, New England's ahead. favored by one next week. Okay, I said it. I thought it might be a pick em. Yeah, it's in New England. It, it, so, what is that about? Why is New England fa- favored by one? The answer to that's very simple is, oh, it's not in New England. It's in Pittsburgh. Well, then it's not that that's simple. insane. Oh, I don't know if Mac Jones should be a favorite on the road, even against Mitch Trubisky. I was thinking that game was in New England. New England? Brian Oyer might play. But yeah, Mac Jones hurt his back, but I don't think he's going to play. No, and that would actually not help them in the line. Oh, man, I don't know that I can bet Pittsburgh with Mitch Trubisky at home or with Mitch Trubisky anywhere, but (laughs) Mac Jones is a road favorite, even of just a point. Seems odd. Much. The T.J. Watt injury. All right, that's one to monitor. All right, next. You were super high on the Colts this year. Yeah. But they tied with the freaking Texans. Yeah. Stirring comeback, though. Should the Colts freak out? No, 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 no. Or should they chill out? They should chill out. No reason to freak out. So, listen. Of course they should. They were down 20-3 to going into the fourth quarter. Right. They end up scoring 17 straight points, tying the game. They blow it in overtime. The Colts, though, under Frank Reich, are always awful early and then get it together late. And what they what they have going for them is they, I believe, can build a little bit off of the fact that instead of just rolling over down 20 to 3, they they put up a fight. And by the way, a tie in that division right now is not bad. The <laughs> I mean, the Titans blew a game and lost. They, they they had no business losing, but they did. The Jags gave a game away. It's so frustrating. So the Texans and Colts are 0-0-1 and tied for the divisional lead. Again, I'm high on the Colts' ability to have a gaudy regular season record and to win that division. I was never high on their ability as a true contender, but I did say I thought they could maybe win 12 games. I, I still believe that. that. Yeah, yeah, I still believe that, even though they're not a team you're going to believe in as a championship contender. All right, but no, so they should not freak out. They should they should chill out. All right, next. Well, speaking of Tennessee, they blew a late lead to the Giants at home. Reminder, this was the number one seed in the AFC last year. Yeah. Should the Titans freak out or should they chill out? Oh, the no, no, no. The, the, the Titans are, are in real trouble. Okay. They're in real trouble. First of all, next week they're at Buffalo. Then they're home for the Raiders. Then they're at Indy. And then they play Indy again a couple weeks later. This could get away from them fast. Oh, God. The, 
it, blowing that game to the Giants the way they did and screwing up, Brable screwed up the end of the game situation. These coaches that act like 47-yard field goals are a gimme, they had time to try to get it a little closer. Instead, they went back. They had Tannehill go backwards on the final play, and then Fat Randy, Randy Bullock, and I know Big Cat calls him Fat Randy. That is my, the, the kicker, uh, that is my catchphrase. Big Cat didn't know he sold from me, but he did. And again, I'm not trying to body shame anybody, but Randy Bullock was the Texans kicker when I was in Houston. And I was supposed to go with the team on the team flight to a game. And that week, the week before, he had missed a kick. And I kept calling him Fat Randy on the radio. And so they 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 disinvited me. They disinvited <laughs> me from going on the team flight. Because they said I was being mean to the kicker. <laughs> you were heckling uh, my guy. I was heckling the kicker. Now he's the Titans kicker. And he blew the game. Uh, no, I think Titans are in real trouble. I think Tannehill is... He about done with there. I think they miss AJ Brown. I think Titans are in real, real trouble. Do we have anything more? Or we got one more. Okay, let's we got, do it. We got your boy. Yeah. Uh, you you picked Jacksonville to come on top of the Commanders. Yeah, but Trevor Lawrence didn't come through in a chance to win it late in the game. Oh, that's nonsense. Didn't, didn't he? Didn't pull up. Trevor Lawrence led the comeback. Travis Etienne dropped a t- two touchdown passes, one on fourth down. Lawrence led the comeback, and then the Jags defense let him down. No, Jaguars should chill out. Okay. They're fine. They've got Trevor. I actually, Trevor played well. I liked how they fought. They should have won the game. They No, no, no. The defense, I, I, the number one pick of the draft had a sack and a pick. No, listen, that's a tough loss to swallow, but no one in the AFC South is going to, aside from the Colts, I don't think you're, I think you're going to get easy games against the Texans and easy games against the Titans. I I feel good about my Jags. Sneak into the playoffs with the seven seed. Okay. I do. I don't feel, I, I can't believe this didn't make the show, but I don't feel great about the Panthers and Baker. Yeah. Uh, wait, yeah. Honestly, oh, what's going on? I there? don't know. I, I saw that that <laughs> wasn't in there, and I was like, maybe you can just stay out. But look, here's what I'll say about Baker rallied in the fourth quarter, and they got screwed. Can I say something about, a, a, about the, the team getting screwed this week? Then we'll move on. So Baker was horrendous in the first half. Then rallied in the fourth quarter, they take a lead. The damn Browns then get a phantom roughing the passer call. All right, that's going to happen. But then Jacoby Brissett fake spiked and then spiked. That's against the rules. Yep. They flagged it. Yep. And then and then they picked it up. Yeah. And that and so of course it was weird. It had been a ten yard penalty and a ten second runoff. It they'd had one play. It had to be a hail mary. Instead, this rookie, Cade York, kicks, and credit to him, nails a 58-yard field goal at the gun to win. Yep. But that's theft, man. They And for them, it'd be one thing if they missed it. But for them to flag it and then discuss it and pick it up is terrible. Yeah. I feel awful for Baker. Yeah. I, 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 I do feel really bad I gotta for show Baker you as well. But you want me to take over? I got it. All right. Um. Yeah, man, the whole Baker thing's super unfortunate because I think he just really put a lot of pressure on himself as far as saying that he was going to, quote-unquote, the Bears up or the Browns up. I just think, uh, like, when you say things like that, you're forced to have to perform. So for the for the audio listeners, uh, my dad is his went to look for his backpack, which explains why I'm the only one speaking right now. So, first of all, I went to look for my backpack. And you probably shouldn't go... Because oh. I wanted to show everybody this T-shirt, the Baker Mayfield officially licensed T-shirt I bought to taunt Chris Broussard with on the TV show, off the leash, Baker Mayfield, live and in person, Carolina versus Cleveland. I paid for rush shipping on this. I paid $52 for this thing. Now you got to shrink it and give N- it to Deanna. Now it's useless. However, you know, there's all these happy accidents. Demonte and I have the same backpack. They're both first things first backpacks. So when I got up to look for mine, I found his. And this guy's just out here chilling with a little, <laughs> little. I mean, look at this. A little gas station Hennessy bottle at the bottom of his backpack. And that's not all. Hold on. Wait, and then a little gas station Bacardi what's, what's bottle. What's going on here? The, well, listen, buddy. I grabbed the wrong backpack. 
Devontae out here living his best life. For, these For our audio listeners, my dad is going through his backpack right now. Your backpack. Oh, okay. Your backpack. And I, I mean, there's just airplane bottles of cognac and, and Bacardi. Yeah, I like to pregame alone. What's okay. The oh, yeah. What's the problem? All right, buddy. That I mean, at least throw it away. Yeah, this no, is your work stuff, pal. All right. That was a rousing edition. Week one NFL show. We now take a quick break and we will come back with my pending lawsuit against the Walt Disney Corporation. That's next. What's right? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, welcome back in. This was a great first football Monday show. And I, I screwed up. I was saying I'll show you guys are going to see this or hear this on Tuesday, which you could. But it also is going to come out later today. So we need to wrap up and I need to go do the TV show. But first. So I was in Memphis this weekend for about 36 hours yep. to go see the Southern Heritage Classic, Jackson State and Tennessee State. It was an amazing time. The folks of Memphis were so, so unbelievably hospitable. The tailgating at this game was, and I'm from oh, Kansas City. Freaking elite. Oh, my God. I'm used to elite tailgating experiences being from Kansas City. A third of the tailgates had deep fryers for fried fish <laughs> and chicken. Memphis, man. It was it, Memphis with two HBCUs. It was unbelievable. Right. So when I'm on my way to brunch uh, Saturday morning watching Alabama, Texas on my phone, I get an alert about a tweet, and I look. And someone has tweeted, the guy that hosts a really good Mavs podcast, a few other people tweeted as well, but this was the one I saw. Uh, why is Get Nick Wright in the newest Star Wars? And I don't want—I don't know anything about the Star Wars universe. I never caught on to that. I don't know who Count Dooku is, but I did see this image, and I think we can put it on. And if you listen, that's a screenshot from the show, Demonze. That's me. Yeah, it's it's so crazy that I didn't even think it was a part of a an ongoing cartoon series. Right, my hair is pulled back right now. Specifically made that correct. Demonze thought someone made it next to Sam. This, but what's even more amazing, and if you go to my Twitter, you can see it. And again, my hair is pulled back right now, so it's not. It's like your hair same. with the money in your glasses. Like that's what it exactly like right. About. The the hair that's at the, the the top of my Twitter header. Right. But here's the other thing. In that, in that scene from the show, there's a character next to him that's played by Sam Jackson. And looks, and looks like identical him. to yeah, Sam looks, Jackson. Right. So I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. There's like intellectual property. I, I mean, the nose even, yeah. the beard, the hairstyle where it's now like, that's me, bro. It's, and it's, they've got billions of dollars. It's so much that it's me that when somebody asked how did this happen, I jokingly tweeted, it happened because I have great representation <laughs> at Clutch Sports. And people, I think until like, oh, right yeah, now, people believe that that is supposed to be me. Yeah. Because it is me. He's, so, he's claiming it. He's <laughs> No, they clearly <laughs> drew that dude off me. <laughs> wait, wait, you're being, he does look, he literally looks just like you. Yes. Okay. I'll just leave. I don't, I'm not trying to. Do you think it's a coincidence? I I think it's a crazy, you think this is like, you think the guy I think whoever the artist the room... is, I think whoever the artist is, if you're creating a character out of a figment of your imagination, I think the artist, like you've got to just said, like maybe they do this for a lot of cartoons. I don't know. They just Fine. have them look like somebody. 
Yeah, I guess you're also not like a random dude either. Right. Like, it's like, of course, I'm not a random dude. That's yeah. my point. I think I think I want to know who drew it. And I want to I want to know, are they big sports fans? I'm kind of That's flattered. Fair. And I'm, I, we can actually probably I'm, do that. I mean, it is too spot on for it to be happenstance. It's the, it's the beard. It's the it's the exact way the hair goes. It's the slight widow's peak and the nose and even the bags under my eyes. (laughs) It's me, bro. So and I is Count Dooku a good guy or a bad guy? I have no idea. I don't know any of these things next to Samuel L. Jackson. But I want to I just want to find out. And here's the other thing, though. He's the biggest LeBron. He's the biggest LeBron fan in Star Wars. Okay, that's good. Good one-liner. Whoever fed that to LeBron's egg. Thought of it. Here's what I want to know, though, and this is what's more important. The next time they make an actual Star Wars movie with people, who's gonna be? Is act- this guy gonna? Is this character a big enough character to be in it? Because if so, I should get that role. You should. You definitely have much better luck with my that than my Byron Scott thing. Uh, well, yeah, the Byron Scott thing didn't go. Well I mean, no, 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 heck no, don't. No. And and I know I said that thing on the pod at the end of it like a couple episodes ago. Like you guys didn't do enough. That was uh, like totally a joke, by the way. I'm not hold you guys responsible. It's honestly not my fault for not being as handsome as I possibly could be <laughs> okay. and as ripped. But okay. good, I'm um, taking accountability. No, man, I. I actually, yeah, you'd easily, you'd easily, you've got I think the right I can following. get the role. Yeah, I think. I think I can get the role. Being a Star Wars movie? <laughs> you know how unbelievable that is? Those franchises, man. Hey, man, if Megan Stallion can make it to freaking DC She-Hulk. Universe. She made it to She-Hulk. Yeah, I think that, that's the, what I think she was in. Yeah, all right. So we got to figure this out. So here's the deal. I reserve the right to pursue legal action against Disney at all. However, I will put any type of legal action on hold until we can discuss whether or not there is a role for me <laughs> in the next live action Star Wars film as Count Dooku. That's hey, that sounds very reasonable to me. That would be unbelievable. That would be crazy. I mean they they based it off me. I got to do more research on it. All right. We'll be back on Thursday with the next show. Hope you guys enjoyed week one. Don't go crazy betting tonight's Monday night football game. It's a long season. Pace yourselves. Talk to you guys in a few days. What's right? Take care, folks.